Okay, magandang umaga sa ating lahat. Good morning. Pakasabi nga, paki-greet yung katabi ng magandang umaga. Yan, sabihin mo, sabihin mo sa katabi mo, mas maganda ka pa sa gabi. <laughs> Dahil umaga. So I had a crazy day yesterday. Uh, we went to the bow to meet with the former president. And uh, actually, we went around the world yesterday. In the morning, we ate uh, breakfast from Seattle's best. That's at Seattle's, that U.S. Then in the lunchtime, we ate tuna. Nakakainis yung inihaw na tuna, no? Na buo. Buo yung panga na ganito, ganyan. Pagdating ng afternoon, we met with the, with the Son of God. Uh, with uh, Kiboloy. Uh, they uh, prepared. Uh, before that, we, we, we ate to a uh, Mexican restaurant after lunch. Bago mag-snack. Bago mag-snack. Umain kami bago mag-snack. Yan, so we ate sa Mexican restaurant. Then pagdating namin sa dome, I think they're building a 2 billion dome. Uh, New Jerusalem in the bow, as they called it. And uh, we ate uh, Spanish uh, cuisine. Then uh, during our dinner, we ate Korean uh, noodles. So we went around the world. Diba? Sarap, sarap. May, 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 may nakakatawa na part, may nakakatawa na part. Then kahapon, Kasi wala naman kami mga check-in luggages. Balikan lang, kumalis kami ng morning, umuwi kami ng gabi. Uh, we were parang saying, hindi naman tayo pipila dyan kasi hindi naman siguro madami tao sa airport. So umalis kami ng 6.30 sa Muntinlupa, 8 o'clock kasi flight namin, so dumating kami ng, ng hindi namin inaisip na hindi pala siya na hindi pala siya sa Terminal 3, Terminal 2 pala kami, Philippine Airlines. So basically, mas malayo ng konti. So dumating yata kami sa Philippine Airlines, mga 7.10. Eh, alas 8 yung flight namin. You don't, basically, wag nyo gagayahin yun na uh, Pag may flight kayo, agaagahan nyo ng konti. Then pagpunta namin doon, mabilis lang naman ito. Tapos pagpasok namin, sang katutak yung tao. So wow, sabi ko. Sabi ko, mukhang gami, kailangan gamitan to ng apangyarihan. Kailangan yata ron magpakilala tayo na tayo ay tauhan sa gobyerno <laughs> para bumilis-bilis ang ating uh, pagpasok. And to make the long story short, hindi naman namin kailangan gawin. Uh, may kinausap lang kami. We did not say anything. Sabi lang namin, wala kami check and luggage. Ah, sir, dumiretso na kayo dito. Tapos sabi sa akin, ay sir, Yung kasama niyo ba, congress, congressman? Sabi ko, oo, oh, kayo po artista? Sabi ko. <laughs> Sabi ko, uh, plano, pero hindi ko tinuloy. So, <laughs> and to make the long story interesting, <laughs> hindi talaga nangyari yun. So, <laughs> nakapasok kami. To make the long story short, we arrived. Okay, uh, everything was planned. Then, pag, pag uwi namin, na-late ng konti kasi si, si, ano eh, si Son of God, na-late na siya ng konti. So, 
Ang flight din namin ng gabi alas 8, actually 7.50, the bow to Manila. Then napansin namin 6.30, di pa rin kami tapos mag-usap. E 7.50 naman yung aming, ano, aming flight pa uwi sa Manila. Then uh, nagpaalam na kami. And alam nyo naman, pagtayo namin, kung kailan tumayo, alam nyo yung pag, yung pag mag, magkakakilala nagkita. Tapos, oh sige, uh, kailangan na natin maghiwahiwalay. Pagtayo nyo sa lamesa, tapos nag-uusap abang nakatayo. Sino nakaka-experience lang ganyan? Yung mas matagal pa yung nag-uusap kayo ng nakatayo kaysa nakaupo. Nakaka-relate naman tayo. Yung paalamanan, ayun ang pinakamatagal sa lahat eh. Yung paalamanan, yung ang tagal yung nagkwentuhan, hindi kayo masyado. Tapos yung nakatayo na kayo, doon kayo nag-uusap ng mga importante. Then, pagkatapos nun, bilang nag-request pa yung dalawang, yung dalawang media ng SMNI na interviewin si Ron uh, tungkol sa politics, interviewin si Dr. Richard Mata tungkol sa health, interviewin ako tungkol sa showbiz. So, <laughs> so, Ang hirap kayo patawanin eh, kaya kailangan. Kailangan mag-isip ako ng bagong jokes para hindi ako ma-rebuke ni PB. Pag ang mga jokes ko luma, ano eh, isang linggong ano yun eh, panlalait. <laughs> so, and, and the thing is this, nagkamadali na naman kami pa-uwi. Ito talaga, munti kami malit sa flight. Ang matindi, nakapasok na kami, tapos maya-maya sabi, sabi na akin ng kasama ko, hindi ko nasasabihin kung sino, yung congressist ang kasama ko, sabi niya sa akin, nawawala yung ticket ko, yung kinukuha na kami yung ticket eh, nawawala yung ticket ko. Sabi ko, para ka naman bata bro, kung nawawala yung ticket. So, ganito yung ganyan. So, alam mo yung nagmamadali ka na kailangan mo pang makiusap. Dahil hindi mo alam kung nasa, yung nabigay na sa amin, nasa loob na kami ng airport, then nakalagpas na kami sa ganito, napakita na yung ticket, kaya nga nakapasok na. Tapos yung sasakay ka na ng eroplano bilang nawawala yung ticket. So, uh, it's, just, it's just funny. Pero, ayaw ko kasi yung, ayaw ko yung, 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 yung uh, how do you call that? Yung buhay na parang lagi kang may hinahabol. If, if, if you know me, I'm one, I'm not perfect, but I'm, I'm one of the guys that really loves T-I-M-E, time. I really honor time. Pag sinabi mong alas 10, I'll be there before 10. Pag sinabi mong 11, I'll be there before 11. It's just love. I'm just, I just love honoring time. That, that's me. Ay, ayoko rin kasi na nagmamadali. Kaya nga, pag ako invited sa mga ibang churches, sinabi na lang 10 o'clock, dumadating ako doon minsan 9, hindi muna ako lumalabas ng sasakyan kasi natitense yung mga pastor na nag-i-invite sa akin. Ang aga-aga ko daw. But that's basically me. And uh, yung naghahabol, parang ang hirap sa, malilate ka ba? Hindi, makakaabot ba tayo? Hindi. Ah, ganito, ganyan. Ganito, ganyan. And parang laging may struggle. Parang laging may, may kailangan kang talunin. And that's, it's a kind of life that is quite exciting, but at the same time, exhausting. Yung parang laging may competition. Parang laging may kailangan talunin. Parang may lagi kang dapat unahan. Parang lagi kang may dapat galingan. Bapat lagi kang mas mabilis kaysa sa ganito, kaysa sa ganyan. And that's kind of life that is so tiring. O paminsan-minsan, wala naman sigurong problema dahil nakaka-excite. I love competition. 
but not competition with time. I like I love playing games. I I, I like playing basketball. Before I really love it. Ayoko na mga laro-laro lang. Kahit talo basta maganda yung laro, basta malakas yung kalaban. Pero pagdating sa time, it's just hard because you just can't control it. And that's one of the life na pag na-experience mo, it's so tiring. It is so exhausting. And ayun yung magiging basis ng pag-aaralan natin this morning. You know, life can be so exhausting facing with the struggles, facing with the problems and pressures if you do not really know who God is in your life and who you are in Him. So let me let me read 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 34. Sabi niyo ito, Awake to righteousness. Sabi nga ang lahat, Awake to righteousness. Can we, can we say louder than, than that? Awake to righteousness. So you need to be awakened. You are righteous because you are in Christ. But most of us does not even know what it means. Ano ba ang ibig sabihin ng, ng magising ako sa pagiging righteous ko? Righteousness is not just something you earn. Kaya nga, paano mo i-earn? Eh, kailangan mo lang gumising. Awake to righteousness and sin not. So many people live in sin because they are not still aware of what Jesus has done in their lives. Life for them is always about competition. Life for them is always about comparison. Life for them is always about coalition. Coercion. And such thing. Na lagi kailangan ikaw yung magaling. Parang laging, pagpakikipag-usap ka, parang lagi kang naka, nasa kumpanya at lahat ng kasama mo, kakumpetensya mo sa promotion. It's nice to have that once in a while, pero kung ganun ang buhay mo araw-araw, you find yourself exhausted, tired in your life. Awake to righteousness and sin not, for some have not the have not the knowledge of God, I speak to you, this to you, to your shame. Ang sabi ni Apostle Paul. But let me, let me put the context. Apostle Paul wrote this letter to the Church of Corinth. And the Church of Corinth was one of the, if I may say, churches in the time of Paul who did not really understand her identity. Dito makikita mo sa, sa Church of Corinth na sinabi ni Paul, Do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit? Why? Because they were experiencing a lot of physical abuse, incest. Meron sila tinatawag na temple of the prostitute. And the believers at Corinth thought that those things were just Normal. Ano dito sa church, literal talaga ang signs and wonders. Lalo na pag hindi ako nakalapel. Kasi nabababa ko talaga yung mic. Pasensya na kayo. Kaya maraming sign ng sign. Ako naman wonder ng wonder. Kung ano yung sinasabi. Kaya 
So hopefully, hindi tayo mag-signs and wonders ngayon. Ngayong, ngayong umaga. Sundan nyo na lang pag medyo nabababa ako, pakisigaw na lang, Hoy! Ganon. So, ah, ah, tataas ko ulit yung mic. Okay? So, sabi nga atin lahat, Hoy! <laughs> so, the Church of Corinth was one of the churches na medyo sumasablay sa implementation or sa application ng identity ng biyaya ng Diyos sa buhay nila. Yung Church of Corinth, isa sa mga churches na hindi legalistic pero napaka-liberated. Ang legalistic na church, Galatians, the Church of Galatia, ayun naman yung talagang punto por punto ang, ang kilos, kailangan ganito, kailangan sundin mo yung batas. Kaya ang sabi ni Paul, you, you have been freed to live a life of freedom. Pero kung natin naman sa Church of Corinth, ito naman yung mga walang pakialam sa batas. Piling nila kasi niligtas lang ni Lord, piling nila dahil biyaya naman, pwede na lahat. Kaya dito rin binanggit ni Paul, everything is permissible, but not everything is beneficial. Are, are we getting the point? So as we see the context of the Church of Corinth, then dito binitawan ni Paul after 15 chapters, Ang sabi niya, awake to righteousness. So he was explaining how he did Jesus died for them, na yung banal na espiritu ay nabubuhay sa kanila, so hindi mo pwedeng abusuhin yung katawan mo, so hindi mo pwedeng abusuhin yung pag-ibig ng Diyos, yung biyaya ng Panginoon. Why? Because that is not your identity. Ayun yung sinasabi niya sa Church of Corinth. God, Grace should use you. You should not be the one using the grace of God. It's the grace of God that should use you. That's why he said, awake to righteousness. So I really believe when we understand the whole concept ng verse na ito, that we can live our life to the fullest. Yung mas maintindihan mo yung pagiging mananampalataya mo, or let me use the word, pagiging kristyano mo. Pero do you know, Jesus never asked people to call, or ask to call ourselves Christians. It's actually a reputation wise that other people call the disciples Christian. Kasi sabi nila, grabe yung mga disciples, no? Kung ano sinabi ni Jesus, sunod ng sunod, Kung saan pumunta si Jesus, punta ng punta, mga followers ni Jesus yan eh. Kaya tinawag silang Christians. But in the scripture, wala kang mababasa doon na tinawag ang mga sarili nilang Christians. They were called, Paul called them, Jesus called them believers. Sabihin natin lahat believers. Christianity, if I may say, wala namang problema if you understand the real essence of the word Christian, pero it's basically following a religion. Pag sinabi natin Christian, following a man, oh maganda si Jesus Christ, pero it does not mean na mayroong relationship. But believers, hindi pwedeng walang relationship. Kasi believing, having faith, build the relationship in your heart with the one who created you. So let me discuss a little bit of these things. Awake to righteousness and sin not. So how can we be awakened 
And how can we live life to the fullest? How can we understand the real essence of our identity? Na hindi ka nag-struggle. You can struggle in pressures, but not in your personality. You can struggle in problems, but not in your purpose. You can struggle in some pressures, but not your passion. But you should not struggle in how you understand what Jesus has done in your life and who you are in Him. So let me start by saying, number one, live life to the fullest, adhere to the resurrection. Parang napaka-doctrinal ng dating, no? pero hindi ho. Ipapakita ko ho sa inyo yan in few minutes. Ang context ng 1 Corinthians 15 is all about resurrection. Resurrection nino. It was about the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Then, pinapaliwanag ni Apostle Paul, alam mo ba, yung nag-resurrect si Jesus from the dead, you were also resurrected from the dead. Meaning, because of the disobedience of Adam and Eve, because of your sinful state, you were dead. Then, when Jesus died on the cross, He has forgiven the sin of humanity. And when He was resurrected, He made you alive in Him. Ano ang ibig sabihin nun? Yung spirit niya sumayo at ikaw ay nagkaroon ng buhay. Kaya ang sabi ni Jesus Christ, I am the way, the truth, and the life. So you are not simply living alive. But you are living the life that God wants you to have and wants you to possess. Sabi sa, sa, verses four, or sa verse 4 ng, ng Corinthians 15, He was buried in the tomb, ang sabi dyan, and was raised from the dead after three days, as foretold in the scripture. So bago maintindihan yung verse 34, babalikan mo yung earlier verses. So, ang dinidiscuss dito, first is about the resurrection of Jesus Christ. So, let me proceed. Then, sabi sa verse 14, ang sabi niya sa verse 14, And if Christ has not been raised, all of our preaching has been for nothing and your faith is useless. So, anong ibig sabihin? Yung pananampalataya na meron ka, yung pagtuturo ko dito sa church, yung mga pinaniniwalaan natin, useless kung hindi nabuhay si Kristo sa kanyang pagkamatay. That's why he died because dead or death needs to be done. The only way to defeat death is death because we were dead in our trespasses and sin. So Jesus died in order for the sin and trespasses to also die with him. Actually, we did not die with Jesus Christ. We died because of sin. And when Jesus was put to death, then our sins came with Him. Amen? Sabi mo sa katabi mo, kaya wala ka ng kasalanan. Ang tingin sa'yo, parang sabi ng iba, imposible. Seble yan, seble. Sige, tingnan mo yung katabi mo, sabihin mo, wala ka ng kasalanan. 
Sino naniniwala? Sino naniniwala? Sige, tingnan mo yung katabi mo sa mata. Naniniwala ka bang wala ng kasalanan yan? Ha? Sa harapan ni Lord. Pero sa harapan mo, sang katutak. Ha? Amen. Sabi nito, if Christ has been, has not been raised, all of our preaching has been poor, nothing. Your faith is useless. So our faith is not only based on His death, but His resurrection. Kaya may buhay yung pananampalataya mo kasi yung pinaniniwalaan mo, pinanampalatayahan mo na matay at muling na buhay. So let me proceed. Ang sabi dito sa verse 17, And if Christ is not alive, you are lost. Kung hindi na buhay si Jesus, namatay lang siya sa krus, pinatawad niya yung kasalanan natin, papunta ka na ng langit, pero hindi mo mararanasan yung abundant life. Because abundant life is not futuristic. Yung sinasabi nila sa John chapter 3 verse 16, For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, and whoever believes in Him shall not perish, but will have everlasting, eternal, zoe, abundant life. Sabi nila, pag pupunta ako sa sementeryo, sino sa inyo dito pupunta sa sementeryo? Pag nalulungkot, naalala mo yung tatay mo, nanay mo, tapos doon ka nagsusumbong, di ba? Daddy, kung buhay ka lang, may mga ganun tao ako, hindi ko pa naranasan yun. Gusto ko nga itry minsan, eh, nakukornihan ako. Baka kasi, pag sinabi kong dad, dad, kung buhay ka lang, bilang sumagot eh, ano naman? Parang, lalo akong kakabahan, di ba? Yung, saka naman nakakita ang kakausapin mo, tapos hindi ka nag-expect sumagot. The point, the point is this, yung, yung idea ng muling pagkabuhay, ang katotohanan, kaya hindi ka ligaw. Kasi meron kang resurrected life. Napansin niyo si Lazarus? Ano sabi ni Jesus Christ? Hindi niya sinabing, I am the life and the resurrection. Ano sabi ni Jesus? I am the resurrection and the life. Because real life comes when you understand that you have been raised from the dead. Hello. And I'm praying na, na I, can, I can explain this as simple as it can be. Ang ibig ko sabihin, you were born dead in your spiritual life. You were born dead in your relationship with Jesus Christ. But because of His death and resurrection, nagkaroon ka ng bagong buhay. Kaya ang sabi ni Apostle Paul sa Galatians 2.20, I've been crucified with Christ. I've been crucified with Christ. My sin has been crucified with Him. My mistakes has been crucified with Him. And I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. Ano ibig sabihin nun? Your life right now is not just your own preferences, your own choices. Your life right now is a life that has been raised from the curse of sin and the law. Resurrected life. Let me read a few verses still. And sabi dyan, sabi dito sa verse 22, For us, even as all who are in Adam die, so also all who are in Christ will be made alive. And last verse, 
Ayun na pala yung last verse. We have the resurrection life. A cold life. Isang buhay na merong tawag sa Diyos. Amen? So let me, let me just put it this way. I do not have this white or black dog that lives inside of me. May laging tinuturo noon ng marami mga traditional pastors na merong araw sinful nature at righteous nature. So dalawa ang nabubuhay sa iyong nature. Hindi totoo yun. Ang dalawang nabubuhay sa iyo, flesh at spirit. Are we getting the point? But your flesh is not necessarily sinful. Your flesh is amoral. Yung flesh mo, natural, na maghahanap ng pagkain yan, maghahanap ng sex yan, maghahanap ng, ng, ng mga bagay na gusto mo yan. That's flesh. And it does not necessarily mean sinful. Are we getting the point? It becomes sin when you let the flesh overtake your spirit. So you have a resurrected life. A life of resurrection. And that is so powerful. Because, ang sabi sa Romans chapter 8, the same power that made Jesus rose from the dead is the same power that lives in you. So, ang magandang balita dito, guys, is pretty simple. Kahit piling mo nag-iisa ka, hindi totoo yun. Kahit piling mo wala kang kasama sa problemang dinadaanan mo, hindi totoo yun. Kahit piling mo mag-isa ka na lang sa kwarto, pwede mo nang gawin lahat ng kasalanan at pagkakamali na nasa isip mo, hindi totoo yun. Because you are never alone. Amen? Because Jesus and His Spirit lives, dwells forever in you. And this is not just Hindi siya yung, yung parang, parang polis na binabantayan ka. Hindi. Sa iba kasi, of course, dito kasi sa Pilipinas, naging ganun ang, ang kulture. Pag pumunta ka sa EDSA o kaya sa mga stoplight, o kaya sa mga, sa mga uh, how do you call that, uh, mga likuan, diba? mga crossroad o intersection, normally, Hindi mo makikita yung mga polis. Yung mga polis nakatago. Pag nakagawa ka na ng, ng violation, talaga na lang susulpot. Ay, may, may polis pala. May polis, may polis. Siya ilalim ng tsulay. Bila na lang susulpot. Pero hindi ganun ang purpose. Eh. Kaya nga nagkakaroon ng bills ngayon na it's more of prevention. Pag nakita agad ng driver yung polis, hindi na siya magtatangka na gawin kasi nandun na. na. Nakukuha natin? Kaya the presence of the policeman is more of the prevention. Hindi lang yung huhulihin ka. O pag may gumalaw ka na mali, huhulihin ka na. Pero mas nagiging powerful siya on the side of prevention. And the presence of God is not like a detective. The presence of God is with us to help us in time of weaknesses. Amen. So pangalawa, Pangalawa, hindi lang resurrected life, adhere to the resurrection, but secondly, awaken to righteousness. Sabi nga na lahat, awaken to righteousness. 
So as I always say, yung pagiging matuwid mo, yung pagiging katanggap-tanggap mo sa Panginoon, yung pagiging banal mo, wow naman. Tignan mo nga uli yung katabi mo, tignan mo kung mukhang banal. Sige, sige. Sige, tignan mo. Sige, sige. Hindi ako, hindi ako magtutuloy pag di mo tinignan yung katabi mo. Sige, sige, sige. Tignan mo yung katabi mo. Sabihin mo, banal ka ba? Ano sagot? Ano sagot? Ha? Banal na aso. <laughs> But do you know, your righteousness is not based on your attitude. Your righteousness is not based on your action. Your righteousness is not based on your preferences. Your righteousness is not based on the things you've done, do, or yet to do. Your righteousness is a gift. It's a gift. Sabihin mo sa tabi mo, regalo yun eh. So, the thing you need to understand is for you to be awakened. Righteous ka. Ayaw maniwala, diwag, pero righteous ka. Kaya ang sabi dito, let me read from the message translation. From the message, message translation. Ayaw niya, yun. Think straight. Sabi natin lahat, think straight. Palikuli ko kasi isip natin eh. Diba? Think straight. Awaken to the holiness of life. No more playing fast and lose with resurrection facts. So ang ganda ng pagkaka-describe dito sa message translation. Huwag mo kasing tanggalin ang isip mo sa buhay na meron ka which is a resurrected life. That you are not living your own life. Jesus is with you. In you. To be more accurate. Ignorance of God is a luxury you cannot afford in times like this. Aren't you embarrassed that you've You, you have let this kind of thing go on as long as you have? Parang sinasabi niya dito, yung righteous, yung identity mo, pero hindi mo alam, kaya yung buhay mo opposite sa identity mo. And let me use the word yung ginamit dito ni Apostle Paul. Are you not ashamed living a double life? Hello? generous ka, yung spirit mo generous kasi nasa iyo si Kristo. Pero ang, iba no? Ang, ano tawag doon? Ang, yung, yung, yung parang kumakain ka ng sobrang, ano? Lapot na, basta yun. Let me read from other translation, King James Version, yung pinasa natin kanina. Sabi sa King James Version, Awake to Righteousness. Gumising ka sa kung sino ka. Awake to righteousness and say not. Pag hindi mo kasi alam kung sino ka, doon ka nabubuhay sa kung hindi sino ka. Sino ka. Hmm. Awake to righteousness and say not. Parang may nagtanong, ah, 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 bro, ah, ah, 
How do I sin not? How do I I see myself not living in sin? Not, 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 not accommodating sin in my life. Then the answer is pretty simple. Be awakened to righteousness. You live a life of, of sin. If you are not awakened to righteousness, that is based on your resurrected life. Hello? Kesa pang may mga decision making, ang pinaka normal daw na decision making ng isang Christian, ng isang mananampalataya, yung pinaka-normal, hindi trabaho, hindi ministry, kundi tithes and offering. Ayan, pinaka-normal pinaka na decision making. Ibibigay ko ba to o hindi? So, well, do ako, ibabawas ko ba talaga yung 10% o hindi? Tapos, namang problema yan. Natapos na yung Sunday, iniisip pa rin niya kung ibibigay niya o hindi. But what I'm trying to say is pretty simple. Pag may struggle ako sa life, may mga crossroad, you don't allow the flesh and the spirit to talk. You let your spirit talk to your flesh. And do not let your flesh talk back. Are we getting the point? Naku, pag inalaw mong mangusap yung, 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 yung flesh mo, ay hindi okay lang yan. Ay hindi ganito yan. Hindi normal lang yan. Ay yung, yung pagkakamali na yan, naku, okay lang yan. That's the, the way the flesh talks. But when you allow the spirit to talk, it's pretty simple. Alam mo yung identity mo? Righteous. Giver. Forgiver. Pagpatawad ka. Oo, tinamaan yung pride mo, papagbigay ka, you can let, easily let go. Hello? Because that's who you are. Pag tinatamad kang gumising, may trabaho ka, then your flesh will tell you, okay lang yun, magpahim, maganap ka nalang ibang trabaho, meron pa rin naman. Pero when you allow your spirit to talk to you, kaya mo yan. Regalo ni Lord sa yung trabaho na yan. Regalo ni Lord sa yung negosyo na yan. Kayo na. Do not allow them to have a conversation. Let your spirit dictate what your flesh tells you. Hello. So let me let me read the passion translation then I'll I'll end na. Sabi diyan, come back to your right senses. Sabi natin lahat, come back. Can you can you say loud than that, come back? Hmm. Lastly, Last, we have a righteous life, we have a committed life, in other words. We have a cold life, committed life. And lastly, last ako ng last, wala pa pala dito, yan. Act to repentance. So let me define again. Do not misquote when we talk about repentance. Yung uupo ka, luluhod ka, iyak ka ng iyak, pinagsisisihan mo yung kasalanan mo. That's what we call remorse. There's nothing wrong with that. May mga taong emosyonal. May mga tao na konting bagay, tawa ng tawa. Konting bagay, iyak ng iyak. Ang mahirap yung walang kabagay-bagay, tawa ng tawa. Ayun, medyo mahirap yun. May mga taong ganun. May mga tao na parang kahapon, 
uh, kasama namin yung OWA chairman ngayon, si Arnel. Hindi si Cadelina ha, hindi rin si Tomor. Si ano yun, Agner, yung artista dati, uh, Agner Ignacio. Then nagkikwento siya, sabi niya yung mga Arabo, pag kinausap mo yun, kunyari may mga problema ka sa, sa OWA, tapos kakausapin mo parang mag-assert ka sa kanila. Hindi, rights ng mga Pilipino to. Nagpadala kami, kaya kayo nabubuhay dahil sa mga Pilipino. Pag ganun mo sila kinausap, walang mangyayari. Pero pag kinuha mo yung loob nila, kinikwento niya, pag sila naman naging mabait sa'yo, sobra. Hello? But the point is this, remorse is simply emotional. Uulitin ko, walang problema maging emotional. Basta ilagay mo lang yung emotion mo sa tama. And that's what's the problem lies, where the problem lies. Ang hirap ilagay ng emotion sa tama. Dahil very subjective. Pag sinabi natin emotion. Sino dito yung katulad ko? For example, kay PB, kay Johan, kay Sai, yung katulad ko. Kunyari kahit nagkamali si Johan, tapos nakita kong inargabyado ng iba, kahit mali yung anak ko, ipagtatanggol ko yung anak ko. Sino yung katulad ko dito? Subjective yun, di ba? Hello? For example, mali si Johan, kaya mali si Sai. Tapos nakita ko, kinutusan ni, ano, ni Darek, di ba? Mali yung pagkakalagay mo ng, ano eh, ng lapel eh, takak, di ba? <laughs> The point is this, mali, pero kahit mali anak mo, pagtatanggol mo, that's very subjective. Believe me, it's hard to live a life na very objective, kahit anong, anong gawin natin. There will always be time na subjective. At believe me, may mga subjective tayong ginagawa sa buhay na acceptable. Pero may mga subjective na hindi. Are we getting the point? Masyado na akong tumatagal. Let me end. Repent from your sinful ways. The word repent comes from the word metanoia. Sabi nga natin lahat, metanoia. Meta. Metaphysics. Chains. Noia, naul. So you know this. Mind of brain to be literal. So pag sinabi natin repent from the word metanoia, ano ibig sabihin? Change of brain or change of mind. So the word repentance is not crying. The word repentance is not, is not beating yourself up. The word repentance is not kneeling down and trying to be so pitiful because of what you've done, having a self-pity party. The word repentance It's not, it's not saying, Lord, di na ako ulit. You can say that as long as, as many as you want. Pero pag remorse lang yan, pag emotion lang yan, maniwala ka. Uulit at uulitin mo yan. But repentance is not changing of your emotion. Repentance is changing of your thinking. Because what you think affects what you feel. pinili mo yung iisipin mo. Kaya sabi ni Paul, whatever is noble, whatever is kind, whatever is generous, think of such things. Because if you will allow your mind to always think, naagrabyado ko, hindi tama yan, masakit, ganito, ganito. I'm not saying, you, you don't think of those things, pero don't allow those things to be 
the content of your brain. Oo, may problema, pero ang ilagay mo sa isip mo, may solusyon sa problema. Oo, may pangangailangan. Totoo yun. And your emotion will always be part of that. Pero, lagi mo rin tatandaan, ilagay mo sa isip mo, hindi ka iiwanan ni Lord because you have a resurrected life. Ako yung pang may kailangan kahit hindi darating si Lord. Kasi, paano siya darating, hindi naman siya umalis. Amen? He is in the midst of your journey. He is in the midst of your joy. In the midst of your tears. He is in the midst of your health. The midst of your diseases. So I will allow my mind, not just my emotion, to really change. Because if I change my mind, my emotion will follow. Amen? So how do we live a life to the fullest? You need to understand that you have a resurrected life. Amen? Hindi ka nag-iisa. Huwag mo nang intindihin yung, 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 yung doktrina ng resurrection na si Jesus na buhay ulit. Alam natin yun. Ganito nangyari. I was dead. No, no. Lagi mo na lang ilisipin pag-resurrected life. Ang ibig sabihin, hindi ka nag-iisa. Nasa'yo ang Panginoon. Amen. And that resurrected life will always remind you and awaken you of your righteousness, of your identity that will always bring you to repentance, the chains of mind. In other words, we have a repentant life. We have a repentant life. Tuloy na lang natin pakipidot. That is a changed life. Right? Sabi mo nga sa katabi mo, kung kilala mo lang ako, sige, sabi mo sa katabi mo, ililibre mo ako ng lunch. Resurrected life to. Righteous life to. Repented life to. And you can experience the best of me. Because I know who I am in Christ. Amen? Come on, let's all rise, let's all rise. Baka alam na naman ng worship team kung ano yung gusto kong ipakante. So will I. So as we sing this song, let's enjoy the truth of our resurrected life, of our righteous life, of our repented life. Alive in Christ. Alive that we know who we are, our identity, and alive that is always changing for the glory of God. Amen. Come on, let's sing this song. Let's sing this song. Friend. 
the cross, the hill that he himself created. On a hill you created the light of the world, abandoned in darkness to die. Jesus' name we pray. 